much. It is spoon, right? What? I didn't mean to. <laughs> I think like so? I think that like spoon Loki tried to scoop some of Pear's flesh out. <laughs> oh, Pear's I thought you were like, like wow. swooping on their territory, but that's I mean, swoop, like they're so physical. Scoop. I mean, yeah, like physical, true. just like try to scoop out my flesh. Pear's like you bitch. True. I think it was assumed it was about emotional trauma, but you went right to body horror. Oh yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> true. Save this for the podcast. Welcome to Boozy Breakfast Friends, your favorite new podcast where three grown adults cry, drink, and discuss their favorite cartoon, Steven Universe. I'm your host, Charles, and I'm joined as always by my very good friends, Isha. Hello. And Patrick. Hi. Um, every episode, we'll dive into a specific Steven Universe theme and try to figure out just what Parrot did to make Spoon cry. So, Patrick, so start with like when you first got into the show. Uh, starting with the pilot, actually. Yeah. Way back, if you remember, it had a pilot, very different animation style. Uh, most of the same voice actors, though. Yeah, all their hair was very, like, straight. And, like, had like they had excellent hair physics. I just yeah. <laughs> I, I even remember it was a minor controversy when the show went into production of people who, like, preferred the original animation style and people who didn't like the new one said the new one was too, like, safe and stuff. I. It, really the original had like that Adventure Time, not grittiness, but that kind of like dirtiness of like ooh, you know what I mean? Like back then, Beach City had like, things are shaped weird. Yeah, things are shaped weird. There's more lines. Everything's like darker. Garnet, yeah. Garnet had like she had relaxer in. It was very. It's <laughs> <laughs> it it a different time. It's a different time. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, it. Uh, you know, I'm a really big fan of animation. I love animation, and there were two animators involved in the production of uh, Steven Universe. I'm a big fan of. Uh, Rebecca Sugar obviously created the show. Uh, she was involved with Adventure Time, yeah. like you mentioned, uh, and had made a great short in like 2009 called Singles, which we haven't watched it. It's really fan. It's really weird and fantastic yeah. of this guy who's got a hole in his chest, and there's like a smaller version of himself in that hole doing everything he does, and like the wall in his room is like looking out of another guy's chest, and it's really great. It's weird. Same. It's great. And then also Ian Jones Cordy, who I have maybe the most tenuous possible connection with in the world. Okay. In that I joined a Sonic the Hedgehog message board he was a moderator of after he left. Oh my gosh. That is technically one less degree than with Kevin <laughs> And it was one of those like... things where like, we never had any interaction whatsoever, but everyone was always talking about Ian J. And, oh, I miss Ian J. Ian J was great. And and so I kind of like kept always kept an eye on his work. He did a YouTube animated series for a while called Knock Force. He did a bunch of other projects. He was in, on the Venture Brothers, Adventure Time, and so yeah, I was really excited uh, that they were both working on this show, and I think my excitement was justified. <laughs> I think I'm the baby of this group in in that I have. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I would have been. It would have been over the summer. Like I am a very, very recent Steven Universe fan, and it's pretty much actually because of Charles over here, because of him badgering me to watch this show that I knew that I would enjoy, but because of 
shit that I've seen on Tumblr, you know? like It's one of those things that you can't, like, you can't force it. Because if you force it, then you're going to be like, mm, what is this musical about these aliens? Yeah, like, what, are, no. what propaganda? What, <laughs> like, very open-minded propaganda The show Kellyanne Conway to... doesn't want your children watching. <laughs> <laughs> but actually. Because I feel like she's definitely, when you're talking about a show with, like, lesbian moms, it's, it's, it's like two. I wouldn't say it's, it's like it's like a, a very special episode of Gravity Falls and Steven Universe. Right, <laughs> it's the Steven Universe. No, for sure. I like yeah. So I I remember like using the gifts with in conversation with people. Ooh. And so I knew that I there was something that I enjoyed about it. But yeah, finally, you sat me down after FlameCon. Yeah. We were, you were like, all right, Shake Shack, something that will not be mentioned to get us in the mood, <laughs> and and Steven Universe, and then we watched. Sworn to the Sword, yeah. we watched Mr. Greg, and then we watched uh, We Need to Talk, and then I was like, all right, fine, this show is amazing, damn it, thank you, yeah. and yeah, then I was on my way. Dude, I mean, like, that was like, I did, I, I don't know, I feel like I got you into, how to, how to, I'm, I'm trying to set up an analogy here. I like vampire lestated you into Steven Universe the same way that I was vampired in, where someone like took me under their wing and like drained me of my blood and then filled me up with Steven Universe and I was reborn anew. <laughs> <laughs> and I've loved my queen size coffin bed ever right? since. Got yeah. it from Casper, literally. Um, Maybe great. not entirely comfortable with this analogy. <laughs> <laughs> True. Wait. <laughs> Uh, or okay, I gave you I gave you a taste of Steven Universe and then got you hooked on it, and now you're my number one customer. That's that's weird too. I think but, that's also yeah, weird. No. He uh, was a good friend who <laughs> showed me a great television show, and also there was a boy I wanted to impress by because he likes Steven so Universe. So damn. But I think that you, you like you brought up a really good point that Steven Universe. Anyone who watches the show knows that it airs in like a really weird kind of fashion. It'll be on like in the in the beginning, it was on pretty consistently like a Cartoon Network show, and they've since moved to the bomb the bomb um, format where it'll be like months of nothing, then like a week of a whole lot of things. And in those <laughs> in between times, what happens is like new gifts will pop up, and you'll see them on Tumblr. You'll see them just like your friends will use them in iMessage. And it sort of becomes like a part of the atmosphere and you're not really like, oh, what is this cartoon where like, like my intro to Steven Universe was like a gif of Amethyst doing a body roll that I got as yes. like a, as an invitation to a party. Is that a part? Oh the, my God. The fusion to uh, yeah. Yeah. Seriously, yeah. those are the gifts that I used to. I would do that back and forth. Like a friend was like, I'm coming into town. Like, like, there was actually a, a storyboard of, uh, of that scene, the fusion dance yeah. that one of the, I forget, I think it was Ian Jones Cordy posted on Tumblr where they said they originally animated it to the song um, Freak with uh, Estelle and Nicki Minaj. Yeah. Oh my god. I'll have to, I'll have to <laughs> dig that link up after the show and share it to you. Uh, because if you when you watch it to it, like you can tell, yeah, they animated it to this. This is the song it goes to. Like the music in the scene that was written later. This is the song they used. That makes me so happy. Okay. Any like anything that like gets Nicki Minaj and Estelle like surreptitiously surreptitiously into the minds of the children I'm all for that. <laughs> True. but yeah I'm, I'm trying to think back to like the first time I sat down and like watched Steven yeah, Universe I want to say get into it. I think it was like after I just moved in with my boyfriend and we sat down and we're looking at things to watch on Hulu and it was like the first two seasons at the time and we were just like alright like they're 10 minutes like the episodes are 10 minutes long let's just like, just like whip it through. right yeah so like 
started with gem glow and was just like all right like this little boy loves him some ice cream sandwiches went out got some ice cream sandwiches because that's what you do they were not shaped like cats but it like it just sort of like sucks you in from there even in the early episode you don't know that they're necessarily queer women you know what i mean like the the like those ideas become more expounded upon later on but from the jump you're just like oh these like some badass you watch that first like gem glow you're not even sure they're like Aliens. They might just be superheroes. Right. Like it just yeah, might yeah. just be like a Justice League type thing. Right. And like that's actually what I thought the first episode. And like later on, later on the, like, they oh. add all the other stuff. Yeah. And it's like it's one of those things where you want to you want to believe that they were just like making it up as they go along, but in retrospect, like no, <laughs> no. <laughs> that image was dropped like yeah. two years ago. This was a trap. Yes. We all fell <laughs> for it, trap. and now here we are sucked in. I mean, for Steven Universe fans, I always like to ask what either like what gem you like or what gem you would be or what fusion if you can't decide like for me for example i like to think of myself as a well someone else likes to think of me as a fusion of amethyst and onion why is that because i like to have a good time and i also like to watch the world burn laughing maniacally that's that's terrifying i don't think onion laughs thank you very much he technically probably doesn't make noise, but I think he'll, like, smirk knowingly. <laughs> Onion is, I think, one of actually my favorite character of the show, which maybe that means I'm missing the point of the show, <laughs> but I love Onion the end. I don't know. I always hate being like, which gym are you? Because I, I like, they're such distinct people that you're supposed to relate to, but I, like, as, like, the cool stand-upish guy that I am, I don't want to be like, I see myself in you. Um, <laughs> that means you're garnet. <laughs> uh, rude. Not actually. I'm actually more of a sardonyx. Thank you very much. True. I super relate to the idea of, like, when I'm put on the spot wanting to perform. You know what I mean? But then, like, that performance turning into dickishness. And you don't think... <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you don't think it's dickishness. You don't think you're being an asshole. Because I... I Deep down inside, in your heart of hearts, you want to do you want to do well. And he then, said, like, speaking into a microphone, <laughs> surrounded by booze, anonymous. <laughs> and then you like you take a step back, and you're like, "Oh, I'm doing it again." Sorry, <laughs> my tuxedo's <laughs> fresh, though, right? You love it. <laughs> yeah. And my hammer. The thing that like really made me love Steven Universe was the consistency of accents used for Garnet. In that. So Garnet, voiced by Estelle, is just like default English, right? And then you've got Sugalite, who technically does not have an English accent, but anyone who like loves Nicki Minaj knows her fondness for slipping into that terrible, terrible English accent. Right. Which she's been one of her characters. And then you've got Sardonyx, voiced by, I want to say, Alexa. I don't remember her last name, but she's like a, a rather like well-known English Broadway performer as well performer so I'm like you know what I see you yeah, I see you sure. continuity Patrick. still one of my favorite jokes on the show when Sardonyx does the like we couldn't afford to pay her for this episode <laughs> <laughs> she's not she's not actually in this episode do we still have to pay her yes fair enough my gem sona is an emerald that wields a scimitar no I'm not I miss the gemsonas. The gemsonas kind of fell off because they added too many gems on the show, so there weren't enough rocks to go around. That's the thing. You, <laughs> when you look at like whenever there's like a new fusion or like a new um, or like a new gem that's revealed, you yeah. look it up and you see that they some were fan doing... artist is just tearing <laughs> up their work. Uh, Damn you, sugar! Uh, no, the original question. I, I think my answer.
sure this has like changed over time. I used to identify a lot with Pearl hmm. because of like like just kind of how uptight she is, and, like try to like like but she maintains anyway. Mm-hmm. But since the introduction of Peridot, it's one hundred percent Peridot. Oh, it's always been Peridot. <laughs> it's always been Peridot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I love I love Peridot, you know, she's she she's surviving she's like getting by in a completely unfamiliar environment thriving now even uh and i love her ability to like completely maintain that she's correct in the face of overwhelming evidence to the contrary right (laughs) i always love like um you'll see it on twitter and tumblr the comparisons in like art styles for when Peridot was first introduced, where a lot of the camera angles for her were like from below to make her seem small, and also oh, she yeah. had her body enhancements and she her facial expressions were just like very tight and sharp, and she's always like looking down at you through her visor with like condescension. And now usually like her eyes are out of focus and she's looking in two different directions. She's <laughs> <laughs> like wearing yeah, a bow tie. She used to be she used to be so sinister, and like it almost seemed like for a while. Before that San Diego Comic Con trailer, and they showed Yellow Diamond in the background, it almost seemed a while like she was like the villain of the show, yeah. and now it's like that very yeah. idea makes you she's, chuckle. She's like the caveman SpongeBob like meme, where she's just like, huh. yeah. Like. <laughs> um, Patrick, so you you brought up San Diego Comic Con, and that was like, if you were like following the community that was like a pivotal moment where they're like, ah oh, shit, diamonds. Right? Yeah. Like we don't yeah. know we don't know what it, what like we don't know what she looks like, we don't know what she sounds like. But even from just like that silhouette, you had like the fan art and you had the theorists and the people were like, what is that? Like And that was such an anime pose where it's like her back was to the camera and then she just turns I'm miming it like anyone can see it. Her back is her back is to the camera and then she just turns enough that like you can see her eye like glint and then it cuts away. My question for you though, for both of you, is how like how into the like the the fandom do you guys like get like how, how do you engage with like steven universe fans because like we're all fans and like irl fans like making a podcast about it but you get on like if you get into like super steven university corners of tumblr like it's intense and there's like these 12 year olds who are writing you know grammatically incorrect dissertations about <laughs> how pink diamond got shattered and you're like whoa okay do you guys like do you guys do you guys fuck with those kids you know, I don't want to... I try not to step on anyone else's territory. Like, that's that's how they're enjoying the show. I don't think that how they're enjoying the show really affects my enjoyment of the show. Uh, I, di- I really did enjoy for a while when, like, the like so many artists were doing the gemstones, just loading up the gemstone tag in Tumblr and just browsing through it. There was some really good stuff there. It was really... It was, and it was really interesting to see all these different artists kind of put their spin on the show's design uh i'm kind of sad that's fall- it hasn't completely fallen off but it has fallen off a bit um that whole like oh drill like show me your art from 2006 no i don't want to see your art from 10 years ago that was bad i want to see your gem sona i want to see your fusions and it was yes. pretty it was pretty funny i know uh it was pretty funny when that was referenced in the uncle grandfather episode i don't know the names of any it's of you. uncle grandfather Excuse I don't me. know the names of any Uncle of the other Uncle Grandpappy. <laughs> Uncle Grandpappy passed me some of that liquor mash. I don't know any of the names of the Uncle Grandpa characters, but the Lizard Man had a gemsona. 
And that was pretty funny. Oh, yeah. I've only I that I, honestly that episode offends me. Like that, <laughs> that whole like Pearl being just like existentially turned off at like Uncle Grandpa and Pizza Steve like was very relatable. But like watching it like this is this is some network you know, terribleness. That, that did that episode did kind of fall a little flat with a lot of the the fan, which kind of brings to that like sort of other side of the fan community where like they can. A lot of the people involved in the production of the show have made themselves, like, really open. Yeah. And, like, have really just post stuff to their Tumblr all the time. One of my favorite things, one of the storyboard artists, and her name escapes me now, and I feel really bad about it. For every episode, she draws a title card. Yeah. With all the characters from the episode, like, it's from a Japanese high school drama. And, like... Oh my God. <laughs> there's a whole uh, if you go through these title cards there's a whole other storyline where Steven is a teacher in the school and all the gems are students uh, so like there's stuff like that where the cat, the people of the show have made themselves very available which unfortunately has led at times to not great stuff excuse me Patrick I don't know if you understand but Lapis here we go <laughs> Lapis and Paradox are meant to be together and I don't like <laughs> that Paradox and Amethyst are hanging out because if you don't it's, it's, it's offensive to me yeah let it all out let it all out <laughs> <laughs> this is the breakfast friends after all I have not been drinking shut up don't worry about it for the most part I think my experience with the fan community has been very positive it's yeah. been a lot of fun we should um, wow, I am like on the very, very, very shallow end of this where I think my interactions with fans are always like in person. Like, I'll like talk to people about it, but I haven't really liked, and I mean, I think I've seen sort of the edges of like the Tumblr culture, but I haven't really delved into it. I feel like I'm learning so much by just sitting next to Patrick and like <laughs> hearing about all of these amazing things. Um, yeah, so I think like my fan interaction which I'm sure will absolutely grow after starting to do this podcast. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. But, yeah. I think I'll just see, like, random, like, people I follow on Twitter where it's, like, they talk about all sorts of, like, animation or, um, or like, manga comics or other comics. Right. Like, they'll, like, include references to Steven Universe in, like, their, right. their, their repertoire. But as far as that goes, I haven't, I haven't plunged yet, and I think... I guess that's probably going to happen this weekend. I mean, like a slow, like a slow introduction of oneself to the depths of the Steven Universe fandom is like advised. I feel like the poster of the original poster for Jaws, where it's like the ladies' <laughs> legs in the ocean, and I'm the legs, and the Tumblr fandom is like the is Jaws. Jaws. Is that the name? Of, yeah, sure. Do they call the Jaws Jaws? The Jaws. The Jaws fish. <laughs> the Jaws fish. <laughs> the Jaws fish. <laughs> <laughs> That fish with them jaws. Yes. Scientific name. Jaws fish. I will say probably the most I ever dive into the fan community is when there's like a big reveal on the show. Yeah. And I want to, re- I, I try to rewind social media to the moment of the reveal. Most recently when Smoky Quartz happened, mm. I like went back onto Twitter to like the exact moment when like the Smoky Quartz fusion had just to see like, just the explosion. <laughs> no, but no, I was gonna say like the best part. Like yes, like the fandom freaked out because like obviously all the like all the, the the gems, their fusion dances are different, and like the fusion animation is different. So like, Sugalite turns into like a, a dragon made of light. Sardonyx like opens up curtains, and like Smoky Quartz is is a little dust cloud um, from a from a, a nuclear explosion. They come together <laughs> and form like a little chubby ball of light. 
that comes down. It's great. And I read about that on Tumblr. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, I... The way that I've experienced the fandom the most has been through, like, people articulating how the show's treatment and handling of gender has, like, spoken to them in a really profound way. And there's no way to tell who people are on the internet. But you can kind of tell when it's, like, a young person, like, on their phone writing during social studies. (laughs) They're supposed to be learning about the Spanish Inquisition, but they're, like, low-key reading some lapis fan fiction. And there are so many, like very articulate young people talking about how the liminal space that is their personal gender they see in like it's Devani someone who is both like clearly of two humans but is like outside of our traditional concepts of what a person should be and I'm like that's that's great like that like good for you like good for you (laughs) good for you being so comfortable with you know who you are and how you're reading the world but also to see something out there that makes it easy for you to like argue your point you know what I mean? So, like, if someone comes at you with some bullshit, you can, like, feel certain, because I saw it on a cartoon once, and therefore it must be real, that, like, you know, a fluid idea of what gender can be is something that people can, like, latch on to. It's, like, mad validating. Yeah. Because, like, when we were young, cartoons were, like, I can transform from a robot into a car. That is probably a gender conversation in itself, though, <laughs> to be quite honest. <laughs> Either that or it was like Animaniacs making jokes about movies that we were too young to have seen. Right. <laughs> right. True. I don't that know. Prince, that Prince joke. <laughs> oh, my God. What did you do to us? <laughs> um, oh, my God. Poor Prince. Um, but yeah, I, I totally agree. It's... I, I think it's... The, I love it when there's, like, a concrete moment that, like, you can, like, watch it like I said, I kind of try and stay off the turf of, like, the people who are, like, significantly younger than me and let them have their fun. Yeah. But it is really cool to, like, the the whole episode with um, mindful education to, like, see that, like, having, like, an actual impact to, like, people being, like, yeah, this song helps me. This helps me, like... Yeah. And, like, teaching kids that, like, anxiety is a thing. Like, you may not... There's this idea that, like, kids are getting more sensitive and more emotional now because, like, they're expressing ideas that perhaps kids didn't necessarily have the vocabulary before. And so even if it's something as seemingly innocuous as seeing a little girl freak out because she, like, judo-flipped a boy who, like, snuck up on her, which you should not do. <laughs> like, Connie should not have been uncomfortable. It. It's fine. Right? Don't don't sneak up, but, like, don't get surprised. Like, don't be surprised when you get, like, slapped. Um, to To show that... The anxiety that you might feel for fear that you're becoming, like, a vicious warrior is, like, completely normal and, like, surmountable. Surmountable, is that the one that means you can overcome it? Yeah. You can? Yeah. yeah. That is a surmountable thing. That's good. And also having it come from Garnet, who is constantly portrayed as the implacable, right. unflappable, you can't you can't touch her. Like, nothing, nothing, right. it's all water off her back. To have it coming from her, that this is something she experiences, too. And... The- she gets over it. The few, like, the, the Garnet that I love the most, I love, like, casually sexy Garnet, who is just, like, unbothered by the way that she's affecting everyone around her. Yeah, the Jamie episode. Yeah. <laughs> that like, was so good. Garnet coming out of the water. I'm a really good swimmer. Right? <laughs> or, a, like, messy Garnet, who, who literally can't keep her shit together. Right. And then, like, she and Sapphire just, like, storm off on opposite directions. Right. Like, you know what? That's real as shit. Um, I also like, I mean, completely just another Garnet that I like is the end of the episode, I love you. (laughs) 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 To Stephen. Oh, Stephen, there's one more thing I had to mention. What is it? 
I love you. Bye. See you later. I love like knowing that this was like a direct, um, a direct like. But but what I like about that is that it's never so much like nostalgia as it is synthesis. Mm, Totally, totally. It's like they're 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 taking it into them like the influence into themselves and making something new. Like one of the best one of the best examples I think of that is uh, I'm going to forget the episode title, but it's the one where Stephen is like imagining what Garnet did with her day. Was that Garnet's Universe? No, Garnet's Universe. There are so many like little anime. Is this the one where, like, she, yeah. where she takes off her hair? <laughs> she takes off strong. her hair because that—that is like a direct thing with Dragon Ball Z, with like Goku takes off his wristbands and his weighted shirt, yeah, and his power yeah, yeah, level yeah. goes way up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it's like there was so many like little things like that in that episode, uh, but it was like you would never like say at some point like I'm watching something other than Steven Universe. Like it right. was still. Right their own there's a lot of like like entertainment nowadays that's very nostalgia driven very referential driven and i feel like steven universe never writes a check it can't cash they right. always, when they one. when they do it they always do it with respect but with with both respect and a goal you right know? yeah it is it's like an acknowledgement of what went into their show or what had like maybe inspired that but yeah it's totally like they've made it their own and it's like it's almost as if you if you don't have a frame of reference for a lot of other anime shows watching steven universe will give you like a very rudimentary like base level understanding of certain images like i'm thinking of the number of times that steven universe has aped evangelion some of like the scenes from evangelion that are supposed that come after the most like oh that pizza shot narr- yeah the pizza the, <laughs> the pizza, pizza the shot pizza jutting out of the ocean if, if listener dear listener if you don't know what we're referring to just google Steven Universe Evangelion pizza yeah and, <laughs> and you'll you'll it'll give you a visual cue to go and, by <laughs> both visuals come after like some very intense emotional work but like there's this vast gulf of intensity as to sort of what's going on in Evangelion and what's going on in the Steven Universe. But once you understand both stories, like, it makes them both that much richer. And I almost feel like I part of me wishes I had, like, a young person in my life to be like, yo, watch this. Watch it. You're going to love it. I've actually, <laughs> I've actually had the opportunity to introduce it to my, uh, my oldest nephew, Beckett, um, who's also my godson. And he's had a very strange... Like, it wasn't... The reaction I was expecting, usually when you try to show Beckett something, he either is, like, into it, like, jumping around and, like, commenting on it, or he's gone in the first 30 seconds, because he's not, he's rejected the transplant. (laughs) (laughs) It's not... The show was dying! No! I've tried to get him to play, like, that's what happened on Fire, unfortunately, with trying to get him to play Zelda games. Like, he's no. not... Yeah. I, I, I try every two years since he was six, and he's 11, <laughs> he's 11 now. <laughs> maybe if you get him into, like, the original cartoons. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe that's the... Those, those, you the, see those cartoons recently, Charles? Kids are kids are gullible, and um, they like things that move and talk to them with no input. But, well, anyway, he had a Still very... Don't like that, stop. <laughs> I'm, I'm hardcore squinting at um, Charles right now. Anyway, he had a very strange reaction to Steven Universe that I actually am not sure how to read, where he sat there very uh, quietly and watched the whole thing. And, like, I knew he must be getting something from it, because if he didn't, he'd be gone. Right. Uh, but 
I don't know. It was very reaction. I wasn't sure if he was like thinking about it or. And when the episode was over, I said, "Did you like it?" And he he nodded. And I was like, "Do you want to watch another one?" And he said, "Yeah." I was like, "Okay, well, let's keep going." But I, that's all the feedback I have to go by. <laughs> <laughs> Just more, please. You should check in with him and be like, "Yo, like, what did you think about that Steven Universe?" Because if you liked it, I have some news for you. Things have changed. <laughs> Things have changed. <laughs> it is a dark and terrible yeah. world. Also, I feel like we haven't we haven't like we haven't made this clear. Isha, you and I are people of color. Oh, true. Right? Hi. It's, like, mad chill to, like, watch a TV show where, like, the three main characters are aliens. One of them might as well be black. Come on, Estelle. And then, <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then, but then, like, a bunch, like, two, three of the voice actresses are Filipina. Yeah. I think one is maybe Korean-American. Maybe. I... Sorry if I'm wrong, but yeah, it's like on screen and off the screen, there's like POC up in this hoe. I've definitely seen the Tumblr meme where it's like a significant portion of the overall cast. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like when you're just like, when Steven's just like wandering around Beach City, you know, it's like, oh, just like very, and not just like black, Latino, and white. It's like people of all kinds of shades. Like you don't know what people are. You know they're not white. Right. Right. And it's just sort of like, they've hit like enough of the color palette where no matter who you are, like you're like I, I I see myself here, which is like so. You know, we write about we write a lot about how it's important to see yourself in things, but then it's in those moments where you're like not thinking about it, but then like your reptile brain kicks in. You're like, oh yeah, the 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 like um the fish pizza family. They're like they're just like a bunch of African immigrants selling fish pizza and like being families yeah, on the beach. That grandma yeah. is the best. She is. Fantastic. Also, um, I always wonder about um, like Petey and Ronaldo, what their like what their ethnicity is, and like whether or not French fry is an ethnicity because of like their <laughs> like. Well, that's actually probably really racially insensitive. What I just said. Oh my god. You know what I really? Oh like? my god. As, as the one white person in this room, allow me say, how dare you? <laughs> I really want like I want Garnet to come up. I want Garnet to come up to Ronaldo. Can I touch your hair? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, "No, yeah, no, 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 that's offensive." You made How dare you? A, co- a couple of months ago, I was, um, you know, like people change their names on Twitter to be like jokes or shit. Um, there was this weird, well, not weird, but there was this like meme of a white woman who asked for corn. Oh no, I'm sorry for uh, cornrows, yeah. cornrows, right? Like. Uh, Rose of Roses, right? Like, C-O-R-N-R-O-S-E. And I'm like, how great would it be if, like, Rose Quartz showed up with, like, cornrows, but they were, like, tiny little roses. And Garnet was just like, nope, take it out. Not today. Take it out right now. (laughs) I don't know much about these humans, but I know this is not the way that we do it. What What do you hope to discover about Steven Universe in discussing it with your very good friends? Well, I hope to discover myself. Um, (laughs) I... As a new fan, I hope that, like, obviously, like, this can sort of help me. I mean, like, it's a lot to take in, like, Steven Universe, especially when you binge, like, like yeah. seasons in a day. Yeah. So I'm hoping that this will help me process the shit that I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> but also, yeah, I, like, want to be more integrated and, like, 
see what's going down on Tumblr. Because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you're just like, hey guys, like I just watch it. And I'm like, no, we've been discussing for five yeah, hours now. It's really intimidating, guys. Like, yeah, it's totally a thing where I'm just like, oh, I'll just be here on the wall and I'll like approach this situation by literally searching tags on Tumblr. <laughs> Meanwhile, everyone's doing like inside jokes in the tabs and I don't know what they are yet. But yeah, no, I'm just like, excited to be able to understand um like it's exciting that steven universe is the type of show where um i think it really reflects the way you think in mm. like in general like especially um i cannot remember the thanksgiving episode where you meet um andy the andy DeMeo. yeah the andy DeMeo so like I mean, it was obvious that it was, like, an immigration episode, but I think within that, people really took away different things depending on, like, where they came from. Mm. So There I were think so many different reads on that so episode. So many different like, reads, yeah. Out of, like, not all of them are good reads. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, so I think, like, when I watch Steven Universe, I tend to get into, like, this vacuum, so it's nice to be able to... Um, yeah, actually, like, interact with other people. It's nice to be that. able to unpack it like a non-meme yeah. kind of environment. Yeah. A lot of, just just because the internet, I'm not specifically talking about Tumblr, but I might as well. <laughs> they are it, it, No, it, it tends to be a very visual focused. And so the things that, like, that get focused on are the powerful visuals, mm. which is, you know... Things like, you know, obviously, you know, Sapphire and Ruby, you know, sliding into home plate. That's a, that's a powerful visual. But so is the face that Yellow Diamond makes when Peridot tells her she's a claw. Right. Like, that was a huge <laughs> meme for a while, that face. And, Let's and bring that meme back. Yeah, it's a great <laughs> meme. It's a great meme. I love that meme. I love memes in general. Uh, but but it's it's nice to be able to unpack the show in a non-meme space which is not something in my day-to-day i i just want to have fun with this i think i don't know that's always the feeling i walk away from steven universe with like oh like you know what i sat down for 10 minutes and watched this show about uh, like a young teenage boy and like his gay aunts. And like, now I'm sitting here, now I'm sitting here thinking about my life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it hits you. It hits right? you. It hits hard. you. And then it's like, it hits you like right after you've seen the show and then you're like, oh, that was a catchy ass song. And you're like at the gym and you're like, oh, this is a song about breaking up, but I love this shit. This is great. And um, suddenly you're like four de- beers down. Right. Like, like at a bar. Oh, like, my, God. oh my God. She's gone. She's never coming back. Also, maybe there are four deers around. I don't know your <laughs> life. Um, but I just want to be able to sort of uh, recreate that experience of just how much I love this show by talking about it with you guys. Aww. Yeah. Um, so before we go, just uh, let the good people out there know where they can find you. Isha, what is the best way for people to get in contact with you if they want to? Let's do Twitter. It's Isha, I-S-H-A-A-R-A-N. Isha Aaron. That's my first and last name. <laughs> I am a human. Uh, and Patrick, what about you? Uh, my Twitter handle is Thogan, which is spelled uh, P-H-O-G-A-N. I'm glad that you actually say it that way. Do you always say it that way to people? I'm not in a while. Not in a while. I haven't had the occasion to say it out loud in maybe eight years. But <laughs> um, Let's get back into that good, sir. Um, I am also going to be a Twitter person. I'm, <laughs> I'm at Charles Pulliam, C H A R L, whatever. You can find yeah, me. Maybe, dear audience, when we get to know each other better, I'll yeah. share my Tumblr handle. But I don't, 
I don't think you're ready for that. Episode one. And uh, you can find all of us collectively at Boozy Breakfast on Twitter, which I didn't think that we would be able to get, but it was just sitting there. Nobody wanted it. Cause... Really? No, like brunch specials? No. And I'm like, yo, like drag brunch. What are you doing? Like, you're... <laughs> it's got alliteration. It's got alcohol. I don't understand. I don't know. Wow. Not, now it belongs to a fucking Steve Universe podcast. Well, there so. you have it. <laughs> I can be a freak. I can, I can be a freak. I can I can be a freak I can I can be a freak I can I can be a freak I can I can be a freak